Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. We are living in rapidly changing times. It can feel overwhelming, stressful, like we are not in control. My guest on today's show is Christy Whitman, and she'll be talking about the seven essential laws of the universe and how we can use them, work with them to create intentional energetic shifts and how we can process and release overwhelming energies. Are you ready to meet her? Christy Whitman is a transformational leader, celebrity coach, and author of the New York Times bestseller, The Art of Having It All. She's appeared on Today and The Morning Show, and her work's been all over the place. People Magazine, Seventeen, Woman's Day, Hollywood Life, Teen Vogue, among others. She's the CEO and founder of the Quantum Success Learning Academy and Quantum Success Coaching Academy, a 12-month Law of Attraction coaching certification program. Christy's life-changing messages reach more than 200,000 people a month, and her work's been promoted by and featured with esteemed authors and luminaries like Marianne Williamson, Dr. Wayne Dyer, and Marcy Shymoth. You can find out more about Christy and her work at christywhitman.com. Um, Christy, welcome to Out of the Fog. Thank you so much, Karen. I'm so happy to be here with you. I'm glad you're here and it, it feels like good timing because I'm talking to people and I know I felt this myself. It feels like everything's whirling out of control and the things that we thought we understood about how to manifest, how to make change, how to calm our hearts and build our paths. Some of those things feel like they just went right out the window, like it's chaos town, right? Ah, yeah. Affirmations are not working right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I am in control of my path. I am, I am, I am in control of my path. Um, So looking at your work and especially looking at that new book, The Seven Essential Laws, what is a universal law and how can we begin to work with them to turn the tide so that we remember our power? Well, universal laws are laws that are universal. They work for every single person. So it doesn't matter if we're Democrat or Republican or for a man or a woman or where we live, they're working for us all the time. It's like gravity, right? If you throw a ball up, the ball's going to come down. Why? Well, because of gravity, it works. It doesn't matter who you are. It's going to happen. Knowing the seven essential laws, it's like knowing how to play a game and knowing what the rules are of to that game. Because it's like if you were to go play baseball and you never saw the game before, say you're an alien, never heard of the game, never saw the game, come down to earth and someone says, okay, we're going to play baseball. I'm going to hand you this bat. That guy's going to throw you the, the ball and you have to hit it. Right. So throws you the ball, you hit it. And then people will yell, you run. Right. And you run to third base. Well, you're going to be out. You ran. Nobody told you where to run, but you ran. And now you're out because you didn't do it properly. You didn't know how to go first, second, third, then home. So knowing about the universal laws is like knowing the rules of the game. And they are literally 
It's not something that I made up or someone made up 20 years ago. They are literally how the universe functions. And when we understand that the universe is energy, is vibration, and how we can deliberately do our part to uh, focus on what it is that we want to have in our world, then we understand how to work with them. So when you look at the world today, you and I are recording this interview during a time of pandemic, during a time of unrest, during a time when there's a focus on justice and who is excluded and who is accepted. In this time, do you see universal laws at work in the things that are happening in the world? Absolutely. It really is an amplification time right now. It, it is a time where that we, so many people unconsciously have been in a place of fear, in a place of worry. And it's just time for, a, it's like the contrast has gotten to a place where it's now time for everyone to pay attention to what kind of world do we want to create? Because we can't just sit by and think that we don't have an influence in it. Every single person creates their own reality. And each one of us has to focus on what we want that reality to be. And that includes like globally as our, with our brothers and sisters, with this whole, you know, globe, not just the city we live in, but with everybody. And so with everything coming up the way it is, you know, I like to say that what happened with the pandemic, it's a universal problem. It's the first time ever in history that every single country, every single race, every single, you know, gender, we all had to deal with the same thing. And so we're in it together, right? And then that togetherness, there was a moment where it was like, oh, we're all in this together. And then the separation came again. The biggest pandemic we have is separation consciousness. And all of that is coming up to the surface to be amplified so that we can look at what the contrast is and be able to ask ourselves, what is it that we do want? And unfortunately, you have a lot of people that are in a victim consciousness. They want to get something for nothing. They want to um, have other people take care of them. They want to be rescued. Where you have other people that want to do their work. They want to make something of themselves. They want to make a difference. They want to be in service. They want to be able to you know, live the life that they want to live. And they're not, they understand that it's not a handout, that we have to all take responsibility for our own lives. Hopefully we're going to have a tipping point where more people feel that way and less people feel like, you know, this is happening to me and poor me and I never get justice and I don't ever get enough because that is not of the divine. That's not of higher vibration of abundance. Well, and it it is an amplification time because the as we come together to do things like come face to face with um, what, but come face to face with systemic racism, come face to face with the ways in which our individual actions can create and perpetuate greater issues. We really, it really does come down to a place where we need to look at ourselves clearly and decide without excuses, who are we, what do we believe, 
and what do we intend to do? And see, when I think about the universal laws and I think about manifestation, there's the same kind of realization point that comes with this. This is who I am. This is where I am. This is what I take responsibility for. And now I choose what I'm going to create moving forward. Does that resonate with you? You know what I mean? 100%. 100%. Yeah, we have to realize that, first of all, everything is energy. And what appears to any of our senses as solid matter is simply energy, but vibrating at different rates of speed. And our eyes translate light waves into sight. Our ears translate sound waves into hearing. Nothing material actually exists. Well, someone would argue and say, well, it does. I'm touching it. I'm sitting on it. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm listening to it, right? This means that the stuff that's, that makes up the entire universe is actually not stuff at all. It's energy. Everything behind everything is energy and all energy carries a vibration. So through the orchestration of the universal law, law of attraction, whatever energy we give out, whatever we in our own individual, you know, consciousness gives out, sends out, broadcasts out into the universe, it gathers itself energies that are harmonic or resonant in frequency. So in other words, everything that manifests in the physical world does so by a process of resonance and resonant energies being drawn together. So in every single waking moment that we have, we're sending out an energetic or a vibrational signal that is transmitted out into the universe. So our thoughts broadcast an energetic vibration, our emotions, what we say, the perspectives that we hold, the beliefs that we have, all that energy that we send out is matched by the universe and it's returned back to you like a boomerang in the form of experiences, situations, relationships, everything. The law of attraction is probably one of the most sort of famous universal laws and there's been a lot written and a lot taught. I know that you teach that law of attraction is not the only game in town. Now, what are the... What are the other, what are those seven essential laws of the universe and how do they work together? So their first one is law of attraction. The second one is the law of deliberate creation where we're the deliberate creators. We get to choose our thoughts and our words and our beliefs. There's the law of allowing, which means are we constricting or are we expanding? Because when you're expanding, you're in a space of allowing. There's the law of sufficiency and abundance, which I feel is the law that pulls all of them together and is actually the most important law. It's interesting that so many have written about law of attraction when law of attraction is just a reflection back with the one law that we need to be working with is the law of sufficiency and abundance because that's the one that affects us most as human beings. There's the law of detachment, the law of pure potentiality, and the law of polarity. When we are in a time like this where it's all whirling out of control which universal law do you feel like we can be tapping into to start to ease some of that feeling of overwhelm because if if i believe only that what i think i create i might look at what's out there in the world and go i created this i don't know what to do with it I can't do anything to stop it. So what's the best, how can we best tap into something that will ease that sense of overwhelm and remind us of our own power? So yes, it's a law of sufficiency and abundance. And when you understand that when you're looking at something that is contrasting, I mean, I think most of us would agree that that we're living in a very contrasting time. I mean, 
meaning we don't want to keep creating this. We don't want to keep living in this. We want to live in a place of peace where there's more oneness, more, you know, people have equal rights. I mean, just that we're all healthy. There's a lot of contrast that people are looking at and and are shouting no at. And those people that are shouting no at this thing, it doesn't change and shift the energy. It just creates more of this thing. It's like Mother Teresa used to say, if there's a anti-war rally, she doesn't want to be a part of it. But if there was a peace rally, then she'd be happy to be a part of it because she's focusing on what she wants to create versus what she's fighting against. And so, so many people are fighting against, they're looking at the contrast and pushing against it instead of looking at the contrast and saying, okay, this is my opportunity to look at, I know what I don't want. What do I want? What do I want out of this situation? What, what, is, what is the fear in me? What is the resentment, the disappointment, the frustration, the anger, the worry, all that kind of stuff? What is it in me? And what is it that I am noticing that I don't want? And what do I want instead? And that's the first thing is asking yourself these three questions. What do I want? Why do I want it? Because when you ask yourself, what do I want? It shifts your mindset. But we're not, it's not just about mindset. You've got people all over the place that are, you know, nothing wrong with mindset coaches, but it's not enough. We're not just mind. We're mind, we're heart, we're emotions. We're human beings. We're, we're energy. And so just mastering your mind is not enough. We have to master our energy. So by shifting our mindset on from what we don't want to what we do want, and then asking ourselves, why do I want it? Now you start evoking the emotions. Now you start moving the energy so that you are now in the vibrational place, focus on what you do want and list all the reasons why you want something. And you're going to get to the reason, the ultimate essence reason of why you want something. How do you want to then feel? Because ultimately all of us want to feel good. All of us want to thrive and feel good. That's our, that's our divine design. And so how would we feel good? What would that feel like? Would it feel like abundance, success, well-being? Just thinking of the COVID thing. We all want to be healthy, right? Why do we want that? We want to be able to go to a grocery store and not have to wear a mask. We want to be able to go get our hair done. We want to go to a a sporting event or a concert or lunches with our friends and and feel that we're safe and that we're healthy and we're in well-being. Well, why do we want to feel that? Well, I want to feel safe. So start feeling the feeling of being safe, of being protected, of being in well-being. And that's how we energetically draw that to ourselves. You're listening to Out of the Fog with Karen Hager, and I'm talking with Christy Whitman. Her newest book is The Seven Essential Laws, The Keys to Create Anything by Using the Laws of the Universe. You can find out more about Christy and her work. There's tons of great stuff there for you at christywhitman.com. So as we ask ourselves those questions, you know, people who are overwhelmed, what do I want? Why do I want it? When, as we ask ourselves those questions, people who are overwhelmed might not be used to asking what they want. They might ask questions like, what am I supposed to do? What is going to happen next? What are they expecting of me? What's the worst that can happen? How can somebody who's in that state of overwhelm ask these questions in a in a kind of a gentle way that creates an opening? Because this isn't just about manifesting stuff like what do I want a speedboat? Why right. do I want it? It goes fast and it's splashy. But it's it's about also 
as I understand your work, it's about manifesting inner change, inner shift, inner power. Yes. And that's just it is that what someone that is over in overwhelm is in fear is that we have to look at what are the, we under the influence of someone that's constantly watching the news, someone that's constantly on social media and seeing all the updates and how many more deaths and how many more this, you know, we're, we are energy beings and we have trillions of cells in our body and all of those cells have receptor sites. Every time you are watching the news or you are around people that are talking about how bad it is and how worse it's going to get and all that kind of stuff, we are under the influence of that vibration, which doesn't feel good. We're watching the news and we're being inundated by that. Our receptor sites are being filled up with other people's fear and doubt and worry and overwhelm and all that. Instead, to take the time and it doesn't take much time to understand that we are not just physical beings. We are connected to all that is. And we are the the very breath that is breathing us is our divine self. And that's a part of us. We don't have to beat our hearts. It's doing it for us. We don't have to pulsate our blood. Our life is doing that for us. And as we connect with life, Life is full of well-being and is full of abundance and success and beauty and adventure and kindness and love and support and all all good things. So as we are asking that divinity that's within us that we have access to, to fill up our receptor sites with the energy of joy or well-being or whatever it is that we want to feel, And we do that more of the time than we're connected to the outer stuff that's making us feel fearful or overwhelmed. Then we have a change. That's what's like the paradigm shifts happen. When you are trying to balance, um, let's make this about me. When I am trying to balance, because I do this all the time, I can get sucked into the news. I get freaked out. I listen to what everybody says. I start to wonder what I should do. So, If I am trying to find that balance between being mindful, being present with what is happening, being informed, being engaged, because I I believe that part of our part of what we're here to do is we are all we're all taking part in what's happening, whether we are consciously aware of it or not. Right. And one of the amplifications of this time is it calls us back into conscious awareness of our personal parts in all these things that are going on. How do I find the balance between that and what you're talking about, which is that? stepping away and inviting spirit, inviting joy, inviting good. How can I find that balance without being either not paying attention to what's going on or completely enveloped in what's going on? Yeah, that's a great question because there's a tendency for people to just want to cut off. Oh, I can't, I can't be around anybody right now. So I'm just going to isolate myself. And that's not necessarily the answer either, but it's noticing that You can be around other people, be in the world that we live in, and still be connected to the divine source that you are. It's like being the eye of the storm, right? You can bring in that energy and bring in that feeling, not only into your mind, but into your heart, into your emotions. Because when you think about it, we ultimately do not have responsibility for anybody else's consciousness. We only have responsibility for ourselves. And we always have a choice. That's what the law of deliberate creation is all about. We have a choice in the words that we say 
and words have power. And there's a lot of words that people say that pull down their energy. As a matter of fact, I created a 30 day free program that I can gift everybody because words have power. It says in the Bible, in the beginning, there was the word. And so many people are saying they have words that pull down their energy. For example, I was hearing all the time in the media with celebrities, with friends, I miss, I miss doing this. I miss doing that. I mean, whenever we say I miss someone or something, it pulls down our energy because it, we are in lack and we're not in the fulfillment or the abundance of it. So instead of saying, I miss something, shift it to, I look forward to doing this or being with them. Or I, I so appreciate this person or that thing. That way you're communicating the same thing, but the energy that you have behind those words is so different and words create thoughts and thoughts thought over and over and over again, create our beliefs and we create from our beliefs and the emotions that we have are ignited by those thoughts and the, the emotions ignite the thoughts, the thought ignite the emotions. And then obviously, obviously we have the actions that we take in the world. Those are what we're responsible for. Those are what we have free will and choice. We have free will and choice on what words we speak, what thoughts we think, what perspectives we hold, what emotions we process or don't, what actions we take. And anything else beyond that is out of our control. So the things of the world, whether it's viruses or what's happening in protests or with the media, all of that is already out of our control. It, already, it always has been. The only thing that we can control is how we choose to think about those things. And would you say that by changing how we think about those things, we can then create change? Because I'd hate to think that those things are happening in the world are out of my control and I just need to let them happen. I personally, as Karen, feel like I'm called to help make a change. Yes. And the only way you or I can make a change is by being the change ourselves. It's like, yeah. you know, when Michael Jackson said in his song, I'm starting with the man in the mirror, right? It's like, we, we need to be the change. It's, it's like, um, um, Gandhi was saying, you know, we, to be, we need to be the change we wish to see in the world. Can you say a little bit about what listeners can find at christywhitman.com? I know you've written tons of books. There's all kinds of good stuff. Where would you direct them, especially for listeners who are looking for those resources about taking control back of their own path, uh, dealing with their own anxiety? Yeah, so I would go to watchyourwords.com. That's where you can get the 30-day video program that tells you the word to, to definitely not say and why, how it pulls down your energy and then what to say instead. Because as each person is shifting their own perspective and you're adding light, you're adding connection to the world, then we are influencing. We are then an influencer of all the people around us. There was actually a study done by um, Dr. David Hawkins. And he said that when you are a person that lives in the energy field of compassion, and non-judgment. So we're not talking about enlightenment. We're just talking about practicing compassion instead of judgment for other people. We counterbalance the negativity. Just one person counterbalances the negative negativity of 90,000 people. Mm -hmm. So one person can make a huge difference 
just by aligning with compassion and non-judgment. And then from that aligned place, do something. Like for me, for you, right? You're, you're spreading this message on your show. I'm doing that through my books or my speeches, things like that, where we can be that voice where people can hear this message and be influenced by this. You are doing your work by aligning inside of yourself, Karen, and then sharing that by having guests on your show to be able to have a place where people during this time where it seems so inundated with so much negativity, there's a place, there's a pocket of energy where they can go to speak, to hear spiritual truths and to have them influenced and their receptor sites filled with joy instead of fear. Christy, thank you so much for being on the show and, and for the work that you do. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate what you do. And um, I'm honored to be here. That is Christy Whitman. Her newest book is The Seven Essential Laws, The Keys to Create Anything by Using the Laws of the Universe. You can find out more about Christy and her work at ChristyWhitman.com. And to find out more about that free program she was talking about, please head over to Watch yourwords.com. That's watchyourwords.com. And you're always welcome over in my world at karenhager.com. That's a great place to find out about upcoming classes and events. You can even book a private session with me there if you are so inclined. Please don't let anyone ever make you forget your power, your truth, your light, your beauty. This is a time in which we are all being called to step away from distraction to take personal responsibilities for the ways in which we, through our small and large actions, are responsible for what is happening in the world. If you are looking at how do you as a person, for example, hold up a pattern of systemic racism? How do you as a person maybe hold up a pattern of valuing yourself less and other, letting other people take advantage of you? If you are asking yourself any of those questions, please don't forget that at the heart of this is your divine connection, that you are an immortal, limitless being. Yes, we're in these weird, meaty earth bodies with all kinds of limits and restrictions, but you at your essence are limitless, beautiful, truthful. Please use this difficult time to bring that beauty, that limitless quality, that truth. Please bring it to light in everything that you do, large and small, the way you get somebody a glass of water or the way you show up to speak on causes that are important to you. Now, if you believe, as I do, that when we focus our intention, our positive intention on change, change can occur, you are very welcome to check out openpeacefulheart.com. Every month, my wife and I, first Sunday of every month, we do a free 15-minute guided meditation. It's open to anybody anywhere in the world. There's no selling, no yelling, no politics, nothing like that, just opening to peace in our hearts and peace in the world. That's at openpeacefulheart.com. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world, and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. Peace.